Well, Francois Yodan is in the studio with me, Francois. Thank you very much for joining us here on Late Night Talk. As always, thank you very much, sir. You're welcome. It's good to be here. So tell me, you were saying to me just before we uh, came into studio, just talking about what it is you want to talk about, is that you want to talk about some of the negative thoughts, negative words that we are constantly having to deal with outside and how they they affect you, how they they affect even your physical well-being. Talk to me about that. I introduced it as as the positive, actually, and then the, the opposite of that is the negative option. So whatever we think um, has a physical um, effect on your body. So whether it's a belief system, um, something you've heard, it has a, a literal effect on how your body responds to hearing those words or believing that particular uh, a thought. Um, I'll concentrate on the positive. Um, if we believe, for example that doing something will have a, uh, an effect on your body, it literally will have an effect. If I get up in the morning and go train and I believe it's going to make a difference, there will be a physical difference in, in, in that action. Um, we spoke about if you hear something negative, you tend to believe it. Yep. If you hear something positive, you question it. That, that comes from history. That comes from something uh, that That's was... That's something. Hey? I mean, yeah. it's true. I, I, I see it all the time. I give you a compliment, you, you might accept like, yeah, it, but right. someone says something bad about you, you'd completely take that as, as justice. So there's a reason for that. What is the reason for that? I, I think it comes down to a, a belief system, uh, a true belief. There's cultural issues involved. There's, um, uh, what did my parents say? Is it, is, is it something that I would, I've been brought up believing? My mom said uh, I was fat. Um, don't eat this. There's a food issue. You're gonna, you know, things like that. You you will believe that for the rest of your life. You have a self body. Put that out as a question. Oh, double one eight eight three oh seven oh two. Why is it that we we gravitate so easily to believing the negative about ourselves as opposed to the positive? What what? Why is that? I think we, I, I saw something recently. Um, a, a post uh, literally about there's two entities inside of us. One is positive. One is negative. And that which we feed more. Grows more. The Cherokee proverb, yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it, I think it, it, there's a very strong belief system in that. If, if I grow up very positively and I can believe the positive in people, I'll take that and I'll nurture that. If I believe I'm fat, I believe I'm stupid, I believe I'm not worthy, these are issues that stick with me and then that becomes my life path. Two, two wolves are fighting inside of you right now. The one you feed the most is the one that will win. It is the wolf of negativity, the wolf of positivity. Which one are you feeding? But tell me how that 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 uh, relates to your physical body. Then, so I think that, that, that there's been proof that physical the, well-being, physical yeah? well-being. Yeah. There's been proof that that the physical thought can manifest and create a vibration in the body that can affect you on a molecular level. So they have science and, and, and studies that prove that. If I'm constantly believing I'm positive and I'm happy and I'm doing well. It reinforces what goes on physically inside of me on a molecular and, 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 and cellular level. It could be as simple as getting up in the morning and going to gym. I feel good about going to gym. I'm positive about it and the results will come because I'm, I'm motivated and I surround myself with all the positive energy that comes from that in different dynamics, in different uh, aspects of it, whether it be the eating, the sleeping, uh, a good dream, uh, the conversations I'm having with people. That impacts on how well you will do in the physical world. I believe I can do a muscle-up in an exercise, for example. I believe it's possible for me to lose this weight. So I will then surround myself with that positive energy, which therefore will create the path for me to lose that weight. So every thought has a, a physical manifestation. I know that uh, psychologists have, I suppose, a, as part of their discipline, 
um, a phenomenon that they called psychosomatic sort of um, diseases or psycho. In other words, d- diseases that manifest on the body because of the way that your mind is thinking about stuff. I'm hoping, I know that, I know that there are some um, psychology uh, experts out there that listen to us. Maybe they'll give us a call and just expand on that. But I know that a lot of people are prob- probably listening to us and saying, here we go again. Um, the, the, the positive mindset brigade. The, you know, life is real, Francois and Aubrey. You know, please. You know, and, 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 and here we go again, you guys trying to push this whole doctrine of Pollyannaish nonsense down our throat, positive thinking, positive thinking nonsense. I've got bills to pay, man. You know, we, we, we've, we've, I might lose my job. My, my marriage is going down the drain and, and, and then I, and I've, you know, I've got weight problems and you, what, what do you want to, what do you want me to do? So if you consider all those to be negative issues, they maintain a negative issue. If you take a positive outlook, I might lose my job, but then the opportunity then opens for you to have and, and create a better job. My, something positive might come out of you losing your job. Uh, I'm going to get divorced. Maybe you were actually unhappy in that situation and you getting divorced ends up to be the better thing that happens uh, going forward. So you, what you're basically saying is tra- training your mind effectively to be able to look for the silver lining in every dark cloud. 100%. As it were. Yeah? I, think, I think if we stop being the negative... Uh, you allow your to, you allow yourself to see all the positive things that come out of every particular situation, and that maintains the thought uh, and emotion based on that thought, the physical aspects of life in every dimension. If you can consider the moment that you 're living in and we 've discussed this in the past about yeah. being in the present, if you consider the present to be the positive and you take everything positive out of that moment. Um, you will create a positive environment in reality for yourself. So, so the negative is real. Uh, it can be contemplated, but you don't have to action that. You can understand it, you can look at it, you can analyze it and, and create a positive opportunity from that situation. So, so it's not negative. I suppose, I suppose we are captured by the negative because... We like as, it. As, yeah, as, as, we, as, as you said earlier on, that we would sooner believe something negative said about us than a compliment. Self-judgment. But, it is, it, but, but as much as the negative is true and it exists, why is it so difficult for us to believe that the positive we're, we're is true? We're very insecure and, people. Yeah? We're very insecure. I think, again, that's childhood issues, that's cultural issues, that's societal issues. Upbringing, socialization, Upbringing. yeah. yeah. Um, so so you, you're taught to believe people's criticism. You po- you're taught to believe what someone else tells you versus what you are actually truly believing within yourself because you take your beliefs from the surrounding environment and from people. So if you teach yourself to understand what you believe is true and, and figure what that is for you, you can overcome that. Oh, double one eight eight three oh seven oh two, and uh, you can send us your SMSs on 31702 and uh, I'm also available on Twitter at 702 Aubrey. We're talking with Francois Jordan. He is a fitness and wellness expert and it's interesting Francois that uh, you and I talk about fitness and wellness of the body, of the physical body, but invariably we find ourselves talking about things such as being mindful. Uh, We talk about being in the present moment. We talk about being aware of the negative things that come into your mind via conversation, thought, whatever the the, the process may be. Uh, And again, I suppose I'm going to go back to the question that says, why is it that it seems that your whole approach to physical well-being is about internal well-being? I think 
we, we've spent a lot of time just misunderstanding the principle of what it is to be physical. The, the body is not just uh, a shell. It, it needs to be worked on. It needs to be understood. It needs to be uh, created uh, and looked after and fed. And, and this comes from a positive point of view. Uh, if, if you're not in tune with what's going on with your body, um, the, the, the system itself will let you down. You have to keep at it. You've got to keep working at it. And a lot of it is emotional. A lot of it is getting up in the morning at, when my alarm goes off at hoppers four to go for a run, to go to gym. It's, it's to prepare the food I'm going to eat for the day so that I know that I'm fed well, that my body will then f- become healthy. It's um, uh, what do I do to create this, this, this sense of well-being? And it comes with a thought because you have to plan these things. You've got to prepare where I'm going to go, how am I going to do it? It's not just the physical. The physical is, is essential. That's what we're trying to do. You do all these physical activities, weight loss, training, exercise, fitness, uh, martial arts. It, it, it has a physical implication. It's in the practical world. Oh, talk about martial arts. I want to have that conversation with you one of these days. Um I mean, talking to a lot of guys that, uh, you know, talk about different martial arts, um, arts and, you know, uh, karate guys, guys that are doing ninjutsu and guys that are doing cover my guy and all that. We've got to have a, that conversation at some point. I, I, you know, I, I'll I, introduce I, you to a friend. I'm, I'm, I'm really fascinated by that whole, you know, sort of defensive sort of um, uh, mentality. But that's not what we're talking about today. Oh, double one eight eight three oh seven oh two. We're talking about maintaining a positive inner world in order for your external physical world to thrive. Give us a call on 11 702 on SMS 31702. And I'm asking that question, why is it that we seem to gravitate towards negativity when somebody says something that is, uh, that is not a compliment, that is negative, that is disparaging? We tend to believe that rather than somebody saying, hmm, you look good, you look nice, eh? Uh, you're like, yeah, all right. You know, <laughs> I think a lot of people, it's like when you say hello to someone, hi, yeah. how are you? Yeah. It, they don't actually ask the question. It's, it's the commonality of the, yeah, of the word the, said. Just talking, you yeah. look great. Yeah, yeah. really. But yeah. someone says you're fat, you're actually going to hear it. Listen, yeah. Because that's what you're looking for. That's your judgment. All right, give me a call. And have you found that to be true for yourself? That when you are perhaps uh, entertaining a lot of negative thoughts, when you are entertaining a lot of negative conversation, that it somehow um, it somehow affects your body. I tell you, I I I know that. I am I am I put up my hand for that because I deal a lot with that kind of talk. We talk about xenophobia. We talk about about racism. We talk about uh, the, the bad economy, politics, and all of the negative stuff. And I uh, sometimes I get sick, man. I mean, really, really get sick and, and that's why I need to go to gym and you know detox and eat the right things and drink proper things and not smoke and all of those things because I I can be I can honestly vouch for that theory that says that the more you listen to all sorts of negative stuff it can have a very very negative physical um, reaction on you on yourself. So uh, I'm looking forward to those calls on 11 702 uh, My guest is Francois Yodan. He is a fitness uh, uh, professional. And it's interesting, as I've already said, that uh, every time Francois and I talk, we seem to be talking about, I suppose, the, the spiritual instead of the physical, when in fact we're supposed to be speaking about the physical. And I'd be interested to know what your thoughts about about that. 
Um, uh, are you seeing that pattern? And why do you think that that pattern is there? Give us a call as we continue with the discussion. I've got a few calls coming through, but of course, uh, some tweets also coming through on at 702 Aubrey and on SMS uh, 31702. I'm looking forward to all of those uh, um, uh, thoughts as they come through. Let's talk to Tula in Morningside. Hi, Tula. Hi, Aubrey. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. So how are you? I'm great. I'm great. No, actually, in t- interesting conversation you guys are having tonight. Thank you, sir. And, yeah. and I actually just wanted to share my experience of um, of the power of the mind. Yeah. And and I always say that um, what the mind believes, the body will achieve. Yep. You know, if if you if you've planted it in the mind and the seed is there, the body will just achieve exactly what you believe. You yeah. know. Yeah. And, and and in terms of of what life constantly throws at us, you know, I call that the onion-like um, effect that you will always constantly be dealing with something, you know? The moment that you are dealing with one layer, something is going to happen. And usually you will find that people that are more negative, all the layers that come out are usually, it's just negative layers, a negative layer after another negative layer. But the people that are more positive, uh, positive things just happen to them. So you need to make a decision. Am I going to be a positive person or am I going to be a negative person? And once you make that decision, you will see everything else just falls into place. Even when you do get a, a bad taste of negativity, you're like, okay, it happened, but let me move on. The positive. Yeah. It it is amazing what the mind believes. As I'm driving back right now, it's half past eleven. I'm driving back from the hospital. My wife just gave birth. Hey, Mazeltov! Congratulations, <laughs> to, Tula. Yeah, nice man. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Um, I I'm living with HIV. My wife is negative. Yeah. Um, and she just gave birth to an HIV negative baby. Oh, and she, wonderful. And she's negative, and. And I, a lot of people, when I came out and I said, I'm living with HIV, I never thought I was going to get married for one. So they're married to a negative, uh, to an HIV negative person. Oh, I, I have a good job and I now have a son. Who would have thought? It's a boy. I, it's a boy. <laughs> oh, Tula. oh man, that is things. wonderful news. And I promise you, Aubrey, things just fall into place because I have won so many things in my mind and everything else just falls into place. And I see a lot of people on a daily basis that they complain about this and they complain about that and everything just goes to the left. Tula, all in the mind. thank you very much for your call, my brother, and congratulations for your newborn son and thank you very much for your very, very powerful and positive words. Thank you very much. Huh? Fantastic. Great thank stuff. you, guys. Tula and Morningside. Louis and Centurion, hi. Hello, is that for Louis? Yes, Louis, go ahead, man. Good evening, Aubrey. Evening, Francois. Yeah, go for it, man. Yes, uh, when I was still a young boy, uh, about four years old, my ma- grandmother read a book called The Tao of Positive Thinking. I'm talking about the early 50s. Yeah. And she taught me that. And I've been living by that. Not only that, I've been exercising my entire life. I'm now 67. I'm doing a full-time job, a high-stress job, and I'm exactly the same. But here's my question to Francois. Yeah. Between being positive, so I'm always positive, but 
you also get to stages where you've got to be realistic about life. Mm. How does realistic fall into this category? Absolutely. Good question, Louis. Uh, will you listen on the radio? Yes, I'll listen to the radio. Thank you. Great stuff. Thanks very much. Again, that question, uh, that whole issue of uh, let's get back to reality. Let's uh, not uh, uh, live in a fantastic world, as it were, in, just, you know, in terms of fantasy. Uh, it, it keeps on coming back, and I'm seeing it on SMS too. A lot of people saying, yeah, you remember, I, I, I told you that. How do we do that? How do we get to the place where Tula is, uh, who seems to be very, very positive in his outlook? How do we do that? How do we... How do we maintain our positivity in the face of all of this very difficult um, negative things that happen in real life? I think um, sit and, and actually look at the situation, see what emotions are attached to that situation. So, for example, you mentioned earlier getting divorced, losing your job, something like that. And, and sit down and, and understand what is the emotion attached to that thought? How, where does it come from? Um, how does it actually make me feel? And then put it into a neutral place and look at the actual facts without the emotional kind of setback. So I've lost my job. I'm going to not have a job at the end of the month. There are stresses involved about paying my bills yeah. and et cetera, et cetera. If I look at it from a positive point of view, then it gives me the opportunity to do other things, things that I love, for example. Instead of going to my work from, from five in the morning till eight o'clock at night, I can sleep a bit later, I could take my child to school, I could go for runs, I could start painting, things like that. If you open up the positive, something good will come from that. So it doesn't have to be, I've lost my job and then that's the end of my life. It's, I've lost my job and possibly something good can come from that. So in that situation, sit back, have a moment, think about it. Understand the emotion attached to, actually t- try and take the negative out of it, first of all doesn't have to go from zero to positive and then I can see something beautiful at the end of the rainbow. It's trying to uh, unassociate the negative emotion to that and, and, and create the positive. Something closes, something opens. It is as simple as just having that thought and then taking the negative emotion out of it. And then the opposite of that is going to be a positive. Well, give us a call. We're talking about how uh, positive thoughts or even negative thoughts have an impact on your physical well-being. And I'm interested to take your calls about your thoughts, your insights into this conversation on 0118830702. To what extent, Francois, are we, are we prisoners of routine almost? In other words, as you were making the, the example of waking up at five o'clock, going to work uh, and so forth, it's, it's almost like we've been taught that since we were toddlers. We were taught to work hard. You got to wake up in the morning and go somewhere and then later on come back. You know, we were taught that since we were toddlers when we went to preschool or to, to crash or whatever the case may be until we, until, until we are adults and we are working. We're taught that that is how life is. Um, and I suppose the question I'm asking you is to what extent does the training of the routine which is what we have come to know as the, the, the reality of life. To what extent is that perhaps contributing to our inability to think differently because we've been taught these routines from such an early place in our life, uh, uh, stage of our life, that, that it becomes difficult to change those routines and therefore to change the the thoughts that emanate from those routines, if you understand what I'm trying sure. to say. So, uh, to, to, how do we do that? To what extent is that routine um, responsible for the negative um, thoughts that we have? But how do we then change that? 
Um, I think I completely agree with you. We are we are programmed to believe a certain uh, aspect and, and perception of life. Our parents were taught that from their parents and reliving the succession of that, that programming. Um, it's perspective. It's, it's change of scenery. It's... Um, if, if you realize that you're stuck in a box, it's to understand that you're in a box and that the box can become a circle and then you can climb out of this environment. Um, how you do that uh, is different and it's, and it's, and it's dynamic. Um, the thought processes could be um, you know, changing the pattern, first of all. So you understand what the pattern is. Yeah. Realize the pattern, figure out what it is. I'm getting up early. I'm, I'm, my life is based on X, Y, and Z. If you change one of those parameters uh, and, and, and how you see your life, uh, the, the vision of what's going to happen in your life will change. Yeah. So, so to understand what it is that I'm living and how I'm living is, is the first thing I would do. Understand what makes me happy, what makes me sad, and, and where do these emotions Within come from? Within that routine, Within right? that routine. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can write it down, pros and cons. You could uh, list them. You could just contemplate them. And then understand that those are options that you can change in your life. We, we've been taught to get up, to go to work, to study, to you know, live for retirement, have a pension, and then you know, you're going to pass it on to your kids. And, and that life is, is, is a programmed life, and it's not for everyone. There's a whole group of people that are living off the grid, for example. There's a whole lot of people that don't work for a living. They, they have a, substance, a subsistence lifestyle. Um, there's people that work for charities. There's, it's not that you're stuck in that box. It's that you've actually created that box for yourself based on insecurities and fears. It's to realize what those are, understand them, take time to think about it, and then you can change certain aspects and a perception. So for me, it's, it's a change of perception. Um, your perspective on a situation comes with an, an emotional attachment, and you, by changing perspective, you can change the emotion attached to that, and then you can open up the flower box. It could be, uh, it doesn't have to be this yeah. dull lifestyle, and, and we live a very mundane and, lifestyle. And, 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 that, and that has an effect on your physical world. Absolutely. It, it's got to do with uh, get, um, I, I, what the gentleman said before, uh, Tula, about the, the positive belief system creates uh, the physical achievement. So if I can, if I believe I can do something, if I want to do it, and, and there's a positive attitude of that, it physically will allow me to do that. Uh, I've, I've worked with people um, with HIV. Um, this gentleman I'm working with at the moment, he's he, he, suffering from HIV, excuse the word, suffering, um, and he wants to do a lot of physical work and he's such a, a, um, a positive attitude surrounding that we're, we're achieving great physical things. So it, it is the belief system surrounding and, and the physical can change. So if you, if you have that attitude about I can do this, uh, you can do it. What your mind can conceive, your body will achieve, says Tula. Hey? Uh, on Twitter, uh, Wong Ganjinga says, negative people attract only other negative people, while positive thinkers attract like-minded individuals. Uh, and he is um, quoting Napoleon Hill, um, the writer of the book, Think and Grow Rich. Cabello uh, says, I read that whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. It's up to you whether you enter- entertain or, uh, or negative or, or positive thoughts, says Cabello. Um, and uh, somebody by the name of God's favorite says, please ask your guest, how do we create value? I thought, I was, uh, I thought it was a simple question when I was asked, but I couldn't answer it. How do we create value? Uh, and uh, somebody by the name of Jade Victoria says, society gives you a picture of how, you, how your life should be. Anything outside of that will make you doubt yourself. 
So yeah, some these are some of the tweets that are coming through. Let's take a quick call from Owen and Brits and then we'll take a break. But I am interested in your thoughts, in your experiences around this particular subject. Owen Hein. Uh, Aubrey, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Owen, go ahead, man. What is your question? There are pastors who who I believe they use uh, influential talk and uh, their intellectual ability and a bit of hypnosis and magic there. And uh, I'm I'm thinking, what's going on in in the mind of that pastor? Why is it so powerful to to the recipient, uh, meaning the church members? Uh, You know uh, the popular one, the doom pastor? and the people who ate grass and said it, it tasted different. And also the petrol uh, congregants who drank petrol and they said it tasted like juice. So I believe there's something that these pastors are doing to the congregants. Can maybe uh, your guest say... What, 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 what is the, the thing that you believe they're doing? I think all this influential talk and also this uh, hypnosis, because uh, on your radio station there, there was this uh, doctor who's like uh, a specialist in, hypno- in hypnotherapy, I suppose. He said that uh, uh, they, can, they can make, like when you're doing an onion, when you're peeling off an onion, they can make you eat that onion and without, uh, com- without, without tears not coming into your eyes. But when you peel that onion, knowing it's onion, there will be tears coming to us. But they can make it, they can make you to eat that onion without tears to come out in your eyes. Yeah, I, I suppose I suppose the same question could be asked of politicians too, eh, Owen. Um, people that are able to influence and almost control the minds of a group or a mass of people, hey? I would like to really know what, what is really happening in their minds, those kind of people. Yeah. Yeah. Owen and Brits, thanks very much for your call. I suppose it is topical at the moment. I mean, you've heard of people uh, being being uh, being influenced to drink petrol or eat grass, and they'll say that it tastes like chicken, <laughs> whatever the case may be. I suppose that's the psychology side of the whole thing. I don't know if you want to... Uh, I think people are influenced and, and are very easily influenced. Hypnosis is, is um, something... Um, I have a fear of, but I, I've started to understand it. It it's, gives someone the opportunity to to take over a, a, a subconsciousness that um, that you have, um, G- given your propensity to that. I sure. suppose, yeah. If you believe it, it'll it'll happen. So it comes down to your belief systems again. If you believe the pastor and have so much value in what he does and he believes in, in what he throws back at you, or the politician, or, or the politician, the, yeah, or anyone, yeah, yeah. you will take that as gospel in in that context. And, and then you can believe that that uh, petrol is juice, for sure. <laughs> oh, double one eight eight three oh seven oh two. We're talking about uh, the power of your thoughts, the power of that which lives in your thinking, uh, and how it can influence your body, your physical being. Give me a call. I'd love to hear from psychologists, people that have actually studied studied this phenomenon, uh, and uh, what your thoughts are about this uh, on O double one eight eight three O seven O two. What is it that you believe about yourself? That as you listen to this conversation, are beginning to say, "Hey, perhaps that is why I have that feeling on my ankle." <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, you give me a call at double one eight eight three zero seven zero two. When we come back, we'll take more of your calls. My guest is France, or you're down. Seven zero two. Call us on o double one double eight three o seven zero two. 
All right, it's, uh, it is 14 minutes to midnight, and my guest is Francois Yudan. He is our fitness and wellness guru, and uh, we're talking about, about uh, the effect of negative and positive thoughts uh, on your physical well-being. And I'm looking at a study that was done by a uh, Dr. Masaru Emoto in Japan. Experiments exposed water molecules to various concepts. Um, and uh, when people were around those water monitors, in fact, you, you know about the story. Tell me a little bit about that story. Um, basically, the research went that they, they had uh, different energies, different positive versus negative energy sources uh, concentrated on a certain volume of water. And they took a molecular structure uh, under a microscope, looked at it, took photos of it. And th- over a period of time, um, they changed how the water looked under the microscope. So from a molecular point of view, uh, the water crystals uh, that were happy and were sung to and had good vibrations looked like water crystals, looked like snowflakes. It's, it's actually quite a beautiful structure. And the versus the negative energy of the anger and, and the frustration, um, the, the structure of the water looks, um, it doesn't look nice. It's, it's got hard edges, it's flat. Um, it's it's actually it, it turns out to be an ugly picture. All right, let me try and understand what you're saying to me. You're saying to me that the mood of the people that were around water, the words, the thoughts that they were thinking, changed the molecular structure of the water. Yes, thinking and saying. So so they were speaking about the water. They were saying uh, happy, th- positive vibrations about the water. About the water, not, not talking to, to the water, themselves. talking okay. to a, a, a vial of water, for example, versus um, I hate you, you're ugly, and things like that. So so the, the two essence of, of positive versus, versus negative. And then um, essentially we are water. So as a human being, uh, the largest percentage of, of what we consist of is water. So if you take a science study and you exaggerate it into our life force, then we are exactly that. We will take in and absorb what people say. Uh, we can affect what we think to ourselves, for example. Um, people give off energy. And if you flow into that and if you absorb it and take it, it it'll affect you. Uh, you surround yourself with good, positive people. You can get influenced like that. You surround yourself with a negative group of people. You are influenced by that. And it's not just by the thought process. It actually happens on a physical level. We're 10 level. minutes away from the top of the hour. We've been talking about the principle, the theory behind what you've been talking about. What should people be doing tonight, tomorrow, to try and get the best, I suppose, out of this conversation, the best out of their own physical uh, body based on what is good? What should people be doing? I would sit down for five minutes, get a pen and paper and just write down what are the current issues going on in your life. Uh, What things make you happy? What things make you sad? What makes you angry? What are you frustrated about? Uh, Put it into a uh, perspective, put it into a place, give it a name, give it a color. uh, And then um, write them all down in a way that is understandable in column form or whatever that you could associate the good and the bad in your life. And then we can, as simple as that, we start, start taking away the bad. Start taking away the things that don't make you happy. Start gravitating towards the things that make you happy. If, if uh, gym makes you happy, go to gym more. Or if you want to go hiking or if you want to go skydiving and, and you have aspirations of things in your life. Even within that routine 100%. that we've been growing up with. And maybe that's going to give you the strength to be able to break some of that routine. Huh? One little step off the path and you, you've changed the path. Uh, we're on the highway of life and there's all these off ramps and we see them we don't 
get off them. There's a bump in the road. You, you get a pothole. You take all these things very seriously in your life, but you could actually steer towards a particular place if you wanted to. You don't have to follow the highway and, and, and live this mundane uh, coexistence of, of all this negative energy. You could actually step off and go do something that's good for Say you. Say that again. One little what? Change in the... In change off the path. If you step off the path, you've changed the path. So if you're on the highway and, and there's all these off-ramps, take an off-ramp. Get lost a little bit. Do something that's completely out of the ordinary to create a different perspective of your life. If you keep going left on a certain road, try and go right. Try and go straight. Try and slow down. Try and go faster. Try and do something different to create a different perspective about where you are. Let you see the world differently for a change. Go sit under a tree. Go hug a tree. Go to walk barefoot in the forest. Take your shoes off for a while. Uh, you know, drinking coffee, uh, coffee, go get a cup of tea, you know, stop eating meat, become a vegetarian. There are so many aspects that you can change dynamically in your life to give you a different perspective about where you are. I don't know about changing that Buddha voice. Bro. Come on, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that choppy. Yeah? I dig me some chops. Eh? But hey, I hear you. I hear the principle that says we need to start looking at the routine of our lives uh, and perhaps changing something in that routine that may perhaps wake us up to a brand new vista. I'm getting the sense, Francois, that there was a time in the world when people talked a lot about the technicalities of things, technology, and it still continues. People talking about technology, people talking about the technical side of things, and, and it continues. It's there. I mean, even now we are at some level talking about the technicalities of how we can find a better um, l physical life, right? Sure. But I'm getting the sense more and more that people are moving towards trying to find those inner resources to be able to cope with the external world. And it seems to me that uh, it's no longer just about saying, do 10 press-ups, do 10... Um, uh, run five kilometers a day. It's, it's no longer about that. It seems as though the conversation is going deeper into the into human consciousness uh, in order to produce a healthier physical well-being. Uh, I would agree 100% to that. I think we've grown up to believe we live in a very two-dimensional, possibly three-dimensional existence with the body being slightly separate from the mind and there's no connectivity between the two. Uh, then there's the, the essence of, of a spiritual existence and, and the consciousness. We're all connected. We all belong to Mother Earth, the animals, the plants, the humans. And, and we've disassociated from all of that in, in this modern world. And I think there's definitely a consciousness towards what am I about? What is the, what are I as Francois? What, what's my purpose in this little world? I have a child. I'm going to make that a priority. I have a girlfriend. What is important to me versus I'm just going to go in an income so I can uh, just pay my bills. So there is definitely consciousness in the world. And it, you, you're seeing it in all generations, uh, in all societies, and in, in, in most countries around the world, that we are stepping slightly, ever so slightly away from the everyday mundane existence of getting up, going to work, and going to sleep, and paying for bills, and, and, and to an understanding of what is my relationship about? How do I fix this? How do I work on this? What's good for me? What is, what is my soul actually asking for? What's my purpose? What's my journey in this life? Um, I remember when I was a teenager, I, I read two particular books um, about consciousness, and, and that completely changed my, my understanding of the world. Um, I was very young at the time, um, and it just gave me an awareness of the spiritual as essence of life versus just this mundane, I have to live for, for what I've been told to live for. Do you find that you've stretched your time? I'll tell you why I'm asking that. I'm, I'm going through a similar sort of uh, awakening, you know, but... 
and I'm beginning to get the sense that that each moment of time that I'm in, if lived and experienced to the full, time seems to stretch. It literally seems to stretch a little bit more. If 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 I'm having this conversation with you now, and I'm in it, I'm really listening to what you're saying, and I'm getting what you're saying, and I'm sort of um, pushing sort of certain thoughts to certain things that I'm thinking about. It it's, it's almost like I'm extending time. I don't know if you, if you, if you know what I'm I, saying. I completely agree. You're not skipping anything. No, not, exactly, you, precisely. You, yeah, you, yeah. You, you, you're present in the moment yeah. and that moment expands continuously. Uh, I completely agree with that. It, it's like there's more in the moment because you're absorbing more about what's going on. Your, your tactile, emotional, physical, uh, auditory, you're, just, you're experiencing the full moment for what it is. You're having so many more of these moments. O double one eight eight three zero seven zero two. Wong Ganchinga says, "Aubrey, your show promotes constructive thinking. Uh, this is what our education system actually needs." Well, I don't know if it's just about thinking, hey Wonga. I think it's also about feeling. Uh, I think sometimes we we overestimate the thinking process. It's good, <laughs> you know, to think and all those kinds of things. But I think that thinking happens within a particular consciousness context. Um, and there's more to consciousness than just thinking. Thinking is just but one of the pillars in this great thing called consciousness. I'd like to take your calls on, on that, oh double one eight eight three oh seven oh two, and feeling, hey, and being, hey, uh, Francois, that uh, we are finding that uh, uh, when you are in that place where your thoughts are a little bit more um, positive, being becomes an, an adventure just to be eh? to, uh, to actually discovering things about yourself yeah hey. you're discovering the world around you instead of just skipping through it blindly uh, being misled by what's going on in the environment you're actually taking part you go for a walk in the bush for example you you feel what the grass feels like you're aware of the birds you you're sensing the winds you're uh, aware of people around you. you you know what's the actual environment is that you are part of you're living in instead of just walking past it well, uh, Peter Handel says, even constantly thinking of stuff you do not want, you, see, you do not want, you will attract it as the, as the mind cannot understand not. Uh, okay, okay, I understand that. I understand what uh, Peter is saying, that uh, you know, the mind doesn't understand the negative. So it just creates what you're feeling. So if, even the, the stuff that you don't want, if you're thinking about them, most all the time you basically attract you're them. attracting them so it's it's the negative so if you the law of attraction hey? so what what the positive thought maintains yeah solly marcus says please ask uh, the guest to recommend some of the books he got uh, this extraordinary knowledge from um it's, the, it's called the celestial prophecy um and yeah, i've heard about that hey? and the mm. tenth insight the celestial prophecy celestial and the tenth Proph- insight it's, eh? it's a follow-up book it's just it gives you an understanding by uh, uh, the author is. I'll actually put it on on the Twitter feed tonight. All right, uh, sure. I can't remember the author. James, Red- James Redfield is the name of the author. Uh, the, uh, the all right. So 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 those are some of the literature that people can be looking at. Uh, what are you saying? Are you saying people should change their religions now? Change? It's their, not religion. Yeah? It's it's a spiritual understanding of what's going on in the world. It's it's we all have a belief. If in the essence of all religions comes down to a very similar God. 
uh, which promotes love and happiness and 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 uh, peace in the world. I, I think from a from a religious point of view, we've kind of missed the point. Uh, this is heading towards the spiritual understanding of the connectivity of all of us in the universe. I said the other day that the more spiritual I become, the less religious I become. You know, I'm aware of that. So, <laughs> so, so it's a very interesting issue. But but. Uh, uh, Final words. I mean, uh, what should people be doing as they start to think about this? I mean, what do you do with this kind of information that you've given us today? I think to be aware of the thought that you have. Um, and if if you feel that you're heading in a, a negative direction, it's yep. just to cut that thought for a second. Stop it in its tracks and change perspective. I think I think a lot of people don't believe that they can change the flow of their thoughts. I think a lot of us believe that we are, that that our thoughts are stronger than our ability to change them. No, it's you. Yeah? That's you. You are having those thoughts and you can change them. It's not, it's a process. It's something I've been studying. It's something I've been working on. Um, it's not an easy concept just to throw out a positive. Let's all be positive and, and we can go swim with the dolphins. It, it becomes a, a very uh, workable process in your life. You have a negative thought and, and we have this emotion to it and we actually start feeling um, we want that emotion that comes with that thought. So the idea would be to analyze the thought, have it, and then you can cut it actually. Francois, you're done. Thank you very much. How do people get a hold of you, by the way? Francois, at move2wellness.co.za. Francois at move2wellness.co.za. Correct. Francois, you're done. Thank you very much for joining us 